Quizás usted se sorprende de vernos de nuevo. It's very possible that you're surprised to see us again. El viernes eh, recibimos la noticia que el hermano Rubén Cabrera que le tocaba enseñar. Uh, Friday we received the news that Rubén Cabrera, the man who was um, designated to speak today, dio positivo de COVID. Was positive for COVID. Su, su esposa también dio positivo de COVID. Um, so is her wife, Julie. Y le pedimos sus oraciones porque ellos viven con la mamá, la madre de Julie y la abuela de Julie. And we want to ask you to be praying for this family because they live with Julie's mother and her grandmother. Y ellos necesitan de nuestras oraciones y apoyo. And they need our prayers and support. Así que esa es la mayor razón. And that's the main reason. No pude prepararlo en inglés. Um, for why I could not uh, prepare this in English. Pero damos gracias a Dios por Justin. But we thank God for his church. Y el don de lenguas. And for the gifts that he gives us. They understood in Spanish. Abra su Biblia en Mateo capítulo 9. Open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 9. Continuamos con la serie Venga tu Reino. Let's continue with our series Your Kingdom Come. Y en los versículos del capítulo 9, and in the verses of chapter 9, vamos a encontrar una nueva, una nueva serie de milagros. We're going to see a new series of miracles. Una nueva serie de milagros donde Mateo quiere presentarnos a Jesús. A new series of miracles where Matthew wants to present to us Jesus a, como el Mesías as the Messiah y como aquel que tiene autoridad sobre, para perdonar pecados. And as he who is the one who has the authority to forgive sins. Y para empezar, quiero recordar que nuestro mayor problema, el problema mayor de la humanidad, and I want to begin by reminding us that our biggest problem as humanity no es que le falta dinero, is not that we lack money, ni la falta de trabajo, or that we lack a job, ni la falta de salud, or that we lack health, de un compañero o una compañera, from a companion or a neighbor, o la falta de hijos, or, um, the lack of children. El mayor problema que tenemos todos es el problema del pecado. The biggest need that we have today is our problem with sin. Es el mayor enemigo. It's our biggest enemy. Nos separa de Dios. It separates us from y God. Y consecuentemente nos lleva a la muerte eterna. And, and consequently it leads us to eternal death. Y a la luz de esa realidad, in the light of this truth, probablemente en algún momento en su vida usted se hizo esa pregunta. It's very possible that at some point in your life you have asked yourself, ¿Cómo puedo ser perdonado de mis pecados? How can I be forgiven for my sins? ¿Quién puede perdonarme de mis pecados? Who can forgive me of my sins? Y todo el que hoy está en Cristo sabe. And all of you today who are in Christ Jesus, Ustedes saben que a través de Cristo todos nuestros pecados han sido perdonados. You know that through the person of Jesus Christ all our sins have been forgiven. Así que siga la línea de Mateo. So follow Matthew's narrative. Mateo viene presentando a Jesús como uno que tiene autoridad al enseñar. Matthew has presented Jesus as the one who has authority to teach. Autoridad sobre las tormentas y la naturaleza. He has authority over his creation, over the storms. Autoridad sobre el mundo espiritual y los demonios. He has authority over the spiritual realm and the demonic. Y ahora quiere presentarnos a Jesús como el que tiene autoridad para perdonar pecados. And today he wants to demonstrate as as Jesus, as the one who has authority to forgive sins. Y no sé si usted puede ver la intención de Mateo. And I don't know if you can see Matthew's intention. Mateo quiere recordarnos que Jesús es el rey. Matthew wants to remind us that Jesus is king. Que él es el Mesías. That he is the Messiah. Pero sobre todo que él es Dios. But above all else he is God. Así que con la porción del texto de hoy. So with this portion of text that we have del today. Del capítulo 9. And Matthew chapter 9. Del versículo 1 al 8. From verses 1 through 8. Nosotros vamos a ver que Mateo quiere mostrarnos la verdad de que Jesus, de que Jesús es el Señor. 
que perdona pecados. Matthew wants to demonstrate that Jesus is the one who can forgive sins. ¿Qué vamos a hacer con este texto? What are we going to do with this text? Vamos a leer el texto. We are going to read this text. Dos veces completo. Two times complete. Al principio y al final. At the beginning and at the end. Vamos a, a resaltar las personas que aparecen en esta historia. We're going to look at the, the characters involved in this story. Y de esas historias vamos a sacar algunas enseñanzas. And from this story we're going to learn some lessons. Que nos van a servir de aplicación. That are going to serve as an application for us. Y finalmente vamos a orar. And finally we're going to pray. De manera que Dios mueva nuestro corazón a obediencia. In a way that God would lead us to obedience. Así que leamos el texto desde el versículo 1 al 8. Let us read the text from verses 1 through 8. De Mateo 9. Of Matthew chapter 9. And it begins... And getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And he rose and went home. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid, and they glorified God who had given such authority to men. Si usted puede ver en el texto, if you can see in this text, hay una tensión que se presenta en el texto. There's a tension that happens in this text. Por la declaración que Jesús hace de perdonar pecados. Because of the declaration that Jesus has made to be able to forgive sins. Y aunque hay varias enseñanzas en ese texto, and even though there are several lessons in this text, la intención de Mateo en esta porción, the intention of Matthew in this portion es mostrarnos a Jesús como el hombre que tiene autoridad para perdonar pecados. Is to demonstrate that Jesus is the man who has authority to forgive sins. Y a la luz de esa verdad, and in light of this truth, el propósito del sermón es este. The purpose of this sermon is this. Es animarnos a tener compasión por el necesitado. Is to encourage us to have compassion over those who are in need. Proclamando las nuevas del evangelio. Proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. ¿Cuál, cuál buenas nuevas? What good news? Que Jesús perdona el pecado del hombre. That Jesus can forgive the sins of Usted va a ver durante todo el capítulo 9 You're going to see all throughout the chapter of Matthew 9 Una serie de tensión y controversia que sucede entre Jesús y los escribas A series of tensions and controversies arises between Jesus and the scribes and Pharisees Esta sucede por la declaración de Jesús de perdonar pecados This begins because of the declaration that Jesus has made to be able to forgive sins La semana próxima veremos la, la controversia de Jesús cenando con los pecadores Next week we'll see the controversy of Jesus dining with sinners Y la siguiente semana una controversia acerca del ayuno and the next week we'll see a controversy over fasting pero de todas estas controversias but in all of these controversies esta es la que detona la tensión this is the one that begins and escalates the tension aquí esta controversia de llamarse atribuirse la capacidad de perdonar pecados it's this controversy of Jesus declaring that he can forgive sins es una declaración muy comprometedora is a compromising uh, declaration 
Porque Jesús sabía que solo Dios puede perdonar pecados. Because Jesus knew that only God could forgive sins. Porque los escribas y los fariseos también lo sabían. Because the scribes also knew this. Ahora, para entender esta historia mejor, so that we can understand this story better, tenemos que enriquecerla con las narraciones de los otros evangelios. We have to enrich it with the other narratives and gospel stories. Nosotros sabemos que Marcos y Lucas también narraron esta historia. We, both, we know that both Mark and Luke narrated this story. Por ejemplo, por Marcos sabemos que Jesús estaba en la casa de alguien. Mark tells us that Jesus was at someone's house. También sabemos que eh, por Marcos que el paralítico era cargado por cuatro personas. Mark also tells us that the paralytic man was carried by four men. También sabemos que cuando llegaron a la casa, la casa estaba llena de personas, de manera que ellos no podían acercarse a Jesús. We also know by other narratives that the house was full and that there was people outside and that nobody was able to come to Jesus because of that. Marcos es que nos dice que ellos tuvieron que romper el techo para acercar el paralítico a Jesús. Mark tells us that they were that they also had to rip open the roof in order to allow the man to come down. Y aunque Mateo dice que los escribas declararon que Jesús era un blasfemo, and even though Mark tells us that Jesus was um, characterized as a blasphemer by the scribes, es Marcos quien nos dice que la declaración vino acompañada de quién es este hombre que puede perdonar pecados. It's Mark who also adds the additional text of them asking the question, who is this that can forgive sins? Así que ponga todos esos elementos juntos. So I want you to put all these elements together. Trata de recrear el momento en su mente. Try to recreate this moment in your mind. Busque un espacio dentro de la casa. Look for a space within this house. Y imaginémonos la casa llena. And picture the house full. Imaginémonos escribas y fariseos. Uh, imagine the scribes and the Pharisees. Como parte de la audiencia. As part of the audience. Marco nos dice que Jesús estaba enseñando la palabra. Uh, Mark says that Jesus was teaching at this time. Y en ese momento, imaginémonos la entrada del paralítico. And let's imagine the entrance of the paralytic man. Ahora bien, ahora vamos a la luz de eso. Yo quiero que veamos los actores de esta historia. In light of this, I want us to look at the actors and the characters of this story. Algunos son anónimos. Some of them are anonymous. No sabemos su nombre. We don't know who, what their name is. Quizás cuando lleguemos al cielo. Maybe when we get to heaven. El primero es el dueño de la casa. The first one, though, is the owner of this house. Alguien abrió su casa. Somebody opened their home. Ninguno de los textos especifican la casa de quién. None of the texts tell us whose house it was. Algunos entienden que era la casa de Pedro. Some think that it was Peter's house. Pero sí sabemos que Jesús estaba en casa de alguien. But we do know that Jesus was within the house of someone. Y no solamente en la casa de alguien, sino que rompen el techo de esa casa. Not only do we know that he's within someone's house, but that this house also had its roof torn. Y es porque la casa estaba llena. And that's because the house was full. Que ellos se ven forzados a tomar esa decisión. That they were forced to make this decision. Que aprendemos del dueño de la casa. What do we learn from the owner of this house? Abrir nuestra casa para que se predique a Cristo. He opened his house so that people could hear the preaching of Jesus. Nosotros debemos aprender de este hombre. We should learn from this man. Y sabemos que en nuestra casa Cristo debe de darse a conocer. And we should we should learn from this man that in our homes Jesus should be preached. Yo me pregunto si algún nuevo vecino se muda a su casa. I want to ask if somebody came and and began to live in your neighborhood y anda buscando una casa donde se comparta Cristo. And they were to walk around and look for a house where Jesus was shared. Donde hayan grupos pequeños. Where there might be Bible studies. Yo me pregunto si los demás vecinos pudieran identificar tu casa. I want to ask you today if the neighbors around would be able to direct them to your house. Usted sabe por qué esa casa se llenó? 
Do you know why this house was full? Porque alguien le dijo en aquella casa está Jesús. Because people around said in that house Jesus is there. Y yo creo que aprendemos de ellos ahora en el 2021. And I want us to learn for 2021 hacer nuestra casa disponible para predicar el evangelio en nuestro vecindario. To make our houses available to preach the good news of Jesus claro, Christ. Claro, será incómodo. Of course, it's going to be uncomfortable. Esperemos que no les rompan el techo. We hope that they won't tear our roofs. Si, sin embargo, but without that, nuestro llamado es abrir nuestra casa. Our calling is to open our no hay excusas. There's not an excuse. Nosotros somos representantes de Cristo. We are ambassadors of Jesus Christ. El pastor leyó y nos recordó Mateo 5. Uh, our pastor read from Matthew chapter 5 and reminded us. And he reminded us that we are salt and light. No a las naciones primero. Not only to the nations first, sino a nuestro vecindario. but to our neighborhood. Así comprometámonos a abrir nuestro hogar. So let us commit to open our homes para que Cristo sea predicado. so that Jesus can be preached. El segundo grupo es la multitud. The second group is the multitude. In verse 8 of Matthew 9, él dice, pero cuando las multitudes vieron esto, and when the crowd saw it, Marco nos dice que había tanta gente en aquel lugar que ni aún en la puerta podían estar. Mark tells us that there were so many people that not even through the entrance could people get in. Recuerde que están en Capernaum. Remember, they're in Capernaum. Una ciudad pequeña. A very small city. La fama de Jesús se había esparcido. The fame of Jesus has grown. Algunos eh, estudiosos entienden que había cerca de 75 personas. Uh, some commentaries say there are at least 75 people Imagínese 75 personas en su casa. Can you imagine 75 people being in your home? Yo estoy seguro que no era una mansión. I can, um, I can assure you it was not a mansion. Era una casa pequeña. It was a very small house. Para ser hospitalario no se requiere una mansión. Um, in order to see this, it doesn't require a mansion. Para ser hospitalario tú no necesitas una casa grande. In order for you to be hospitable, you don't need a giant house. Necesitas un corazón grande. You need a giant's heart. Aquí tenemos la multitud. Here we see the, the multitude. Aparentemente la multitud asistía religiosamente a las reuniones de Jesús. It's apparent that the multitude um, attended Jesus's um, teachings religiously. Ellos asombraban de los milagros. They were astonished by his miracles. Iban donde iban Jesús. They followed where Jesus went. Estuvieron en la multiplicación de los panes y los peces. They were there when Jesus multiplied the bread and the fish. Pero no mostraban necesariamente muchos compromisos. But they did not demonstrate a great commitment. Cuando Jesús lo confronta en Juan 6, 66. When John, when Jesus confronts them in John 6, uh, 16. Muchos de ellos se fueron. Many of them leave. La multitud es cambiante. The multitude is always changing. Tristemente, hermanos, muchas veces estamos en la multitud. It's very sad, but many times, many of us are in the multitude. Nos escondemos en la multitud. We try to hide ourselves in the multitude. No nos comprometemos con la causa de Cristo. We're not uh, committed to the cause of Christ. Venimos religiosamente. We come religiously. Nos gusta oír de Jesús. We love to hear about nos Jesus. Nos gusta que Él nos proteja. We love to hear that He protects nos us. Nos gusta que Él nos sane. We love to hear that He can nos heal us. Nos gusta que escuche nuestras oraciones. We love to hear that He can hear our prayers. Pero ahí no, pero no tenemos un paso hacia adelante de compromiso. But it doesn't lead us to greater commitment. Sin embargo, nosotros sabemos But we know this, que los, para, que los que cargaban al paralítico querían entrar en la casa. That the men who were carrying the paralytic man wanted to enter the house. La multitud no lo dejó. The multitude did not allow. Porque a veces la multitud es un obstáculo para acercarte a Jesús. Because many times the multitude is an, is an obstacle to a coming to Jesus. Si no, pregúntale a Zaqueo. If not, ask Zacchaeus. La multitud juega un rol pasivo. Um, the multitude played a, a great role in this story. Un rol bien pasivo. It was a very passive role. Cambiantes. 
changing. La misma multitud que gritaba, Osana, Osana. The same multitude that was screaming, Hosanna, Hosanna. Fue la misma multitud que gritaba, crucifíquenle, crucifíquenle. Was the same crowd of people who would come later on to say, crucify him, crucify him. La enseñanza es esta. This is the lesson. Salga de la multitud. Leave the multitude. No deje que la multitud definan tus pensamientos. Don't let the multitude define your thoughts. Tu, tu, tu cosmovisión. Your, um, your motives. La visión como ves el mundo. The way that you view your worldview. No dejes que la multitud sea de influencia. Don't allow for the multitude to influence si no, you. Sé tú de influencia la multitud. If not, you be the influence in this multitude. Más en la historia? Who else appears in this story? Los que al the man who carried the paralytic. Versículo 2 dice que les trajeron un paralítico echado en una camilla. Verse 2 says some people brought to him a paralytic laying on a bed. Por Marcos sabemos que eran cuatro. Mark tells us that there were four men. Y Lucas nos dicen que eran cuatro hombres. And... Luke tells us that they were four men specifically. No conocemos los nombres de ellos. We don't know their names. Quizás en el cielo. Perhaps in heaven. Pero lo que sí sabemos es que eran hombres de fe. But what we do know is that they were men of faith. Miren algunas características que se resaltan de estos hombres. Look at some of the characteristics that jump out from this man, from these men. Se caracterizaban por ser personas de fe. They were characterized as being men of faith. Imagínese por un minuto las conversaciones mientras ellos cargaban al paralítico. Imagine the conversations that may have happened as they carried this man. Yo estoy seguro que ellos estaban alimentando la fe del paralítico también. I'm sure that they were encouraging the faith of the man who was paralytic. Ellos no tenían fe en la fe. They did not have faith in faith. Ellos tenían la fe en Cristo. They had faith in Jesus. De hecho, Jesús reconoce la fe de ellos. So much so that Jesus recognizes their faith. Léela el versículo 2. Look at verse 2. Jesús viendo la fe de ellos. And when Jesus saw their faith, Jesús reconoció su fe. Jesus recognized their faith. Si Jesús viniera en esta mañana, if Jesus were to appear today, y mirara nuestros corazones, and he would look at our hearts, nuestras prioridades, our priorities, nuestras decisiones, our decisions, nuestras motivaciones, our motivations, pudiera Jesús decir lo mismo de nosotros que dijo de estos cuatro? Would Jesus say the same things that he said about these men? ¿Qué más aprendemos de estos cuatro? What do we, what else do we learn from these men? Ellos Tenían compasión por el necesitado. They had compassion over those who were in need. Ellos amaban a este hombre. They loved this man. Ellos creían que Jesús era el, el camino y la solución para este hombre. They knew that Jesus was the way and the solution for this man. Eran valientes. They were brave. Determinados. Determined. Dispuestos a asumir el costo. Available to assume the cost. Ellos se incomodan para servirle a otros. They were made, they made themselves uncomfortable in order to serve others. Ellos remueven, rompen el techo. They remove the the roof. Crean el primer ascensor de la historia. They create the first elevator that we've seen in the story. Y ahí se produce aquel encuentro. And there we see the first encounter. El encuentro esperado. The waiting encounter. El salvador, the savior, y el necesitado and the one in need. Todo por el corazón de hombres con compasión. All because there were men who had compassion for this other man. Tenemos la fe como estos hombres? Do we have faith like these men? Tenemos compasión por el necesitado? Do we have compassion for the needy like these men? A veces tenemos miedo de los extraños y no compasión. Sometimes we have fear over those who are estranged and not compassion. Amamos estos hombres de manera sacrificial como estos. Do we love others in a sacrificial way like these men loved 
the paralytic. Yo creo que hay algo que podemos aprender de estos. Something that we can learn from this. Day. Amemos sacrificialmente. Let us love sacrificially. Tengamos compasión por el necesitado. Let us have compassion for those in need. Es un amor sacrificial. It is a sacrificial love. Es un amor que nos pueda costar. It's a love that will cost us. Pero es el amor que lleva el necesitado a Cristo. But it's a love that leads the needy to Christ. ¿Quiénes más están en la historia? Who else is in this story? Los escribas. The scribes. Los fariseos. The Pharisees. Dice el versículo 3. Verse 3 says. Y algunos de los escribas decían para sí este blasfema. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, this man is blaspheming. Nosotros vemos en los escribas. We see that the scribes. Estos hombres muy conocedores de la ley. They were very knowledgeable of the law. Ellos fueron establecidos por Esdras para copiar rigurosamente el Pentateuco y la ley. They were uh, designated by Ezra to copy the law um, in the Old Testament. En ocasiones se enseñaban en las sinagogas. And many times they taught in the synagogues. En ocasiones ellos también interpretaban la ley. In other occasions they interpreted the law. Mantenían las tradiciones. They maintained traditions. Lucas nos dice que habían fariseos también. Luke tells us that there were Pharisees also present. Este es un grupo muy selecto de estudiosos de la ley. This was a group that was um, privately selected to study the law. Fueron devotos judíos. They were devoted Jews. Cada pedazo de la tradición judía. Uh, they followed every tradition of the Jewish law. ¿Cómo reaccionaron ellos? How did they respond? In, con incredulidad. With disbelief. Con críticas. With critiques. Con dudas. With um, um, unbelief. Leal el versículo 3. Look at verse 3. Y muchos, y ellos decían, y los escribas decían para sí, este blasfema. Some of the scribes said to themselves, this man is blaspheming. Ellos estaban en lo correcto. They were in the correct. Cuando decían que solo Dios podía perdonar pecados. That only that only God could forgive sins. Because they knew of Isaiah 43, 25. That says, I am he who blots out your transgressions. For, for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. They knew this. And they said, this man is blaspheming. Because only God can forgive sins. But they were blind. They had lost sight of the most important thing. They had, they had been so focused on the law. That they had forgotten the God who had given the law. What do we learn about the scribes and the Pharisees? You can have an intellectual knowledge of Jesus. And yet not know Jesus. Usted puede pasar tiempo escuchando acerca de Jesús. You can spend time hearing about Jesus. Y no tener un encuentro con Jesús. But never have an encounter with Jesus. Usted puede tener años viniendo a la iglesia. You can have years coming to church. Sirviendo en la iglesia. Serving the church. Y no conocer a Jesús. And never know Jesus. Pasé tres años en el seminario. I spent three years in seminary. Y vi la tendencia de mi corazón. And I saw the tendency of my own heart. De perder a Jesús en el seminario. To lose sight of Jesus at seminary. De enfocarme más en los libros que en la palabra de Dios. To focus myself more in the books than de in the word of God. los libros que la Biblia. To love more the books than the word of God. A diferencia de los que cargaron al paralítico. There's a difference between those who carried the paralytic man. Lo que cargaron al paralítico estaban sirviendo. The, those that were carrying this man were serving Estos estaban sentados criticando. while the scribes and Pharisees were seated um, criticizing and complaining. Nosotros tenemos muchas veces 
esa actitud en la iglesia. Many times we too have that same attitude here at church. Estamos sentados en la iglesia. We come and we sit here. Criticando todo en la iglesia. Always criticizing others in the church. Ese es el paralítico dentro de nosotros. Ese es el fariseo dentro de nosotros. That is the Pharisee within us all. A veces tenemos conocimiento de Dios. Sometimes we have knowledge of Jesus. Pero no conocemos a Dios. But we have what we don't know God. Revisemos nuestro corazón. Let us reflect on our own hearts. Y si encontramos de eso en nuestro corazón. And if we find that in our hearts. Arrepintámonos. Let us confess that and repent. ¿Quién más está en la historia? Who else is in this story? El paralítico. The paralytic. Marcos nos dice que ellos no pudieron entrar a la casa. Mark tells us that they were unable to enter the house. Marcos nos dicen que ellos que el paralítico era cargado por cuatro. Mark tells us that he was carried by four men. Pero por la historia sabemos que el paralítico tenía dos necesidades. But by the story we know that this man had two needs. Una física y una espiritual. One physical and one spiritual. Jesús identificó la la mayor necesidad. But Jesus focused on the uh, primary need que era la del perdón de sus pecados. Which was the need for his sins to be forgiven. Aunque él estaba paralítico físicamente. And even though he was uh, paralyzed physically. Y eso era una tragedia en sí mismo. That was a great um, That was a great issue in the story. Pero su mayor necesidad era espiritual. But his greatest need was spiritual. Él estaba muerto espiritualmente. He was dead spiritually. Mire lo que Jesús le dice. Look at what Jesus says. Y Jesús le dijo. But Jesus said. Anímate, hijo. Um, rise, pick up your bed. Tus pecados te son perdonados. Your sins have been forgiven. Jesús le dio la declaración que cambió su vida. Jesus had given him the declaration that had changed his life. El paralítico siguió acostado por unos minutos. Um, the paralytic remained um, laying down for a few minutes. Pero ya no estaba muerto espiritualmente. But he was no longer dead spiritually. Ya había nacido de nuevo. He had been made new. Jesús lo llama hijo. Um, Christ had called him child. E implica que ya lo hizo parte de su familia. Say, implying that he had made him uh, part of his family. No solo perdonó sus pecados. Not only did he forgive his sins. Sino que lo, hice, lo hace fácil, parte de su familia. But he also made him a part of his family. Esto es una obra de regeneración. That is an order that he has given to him. Y mire cómo el, el paralítico reacciona. Look at how the paralytic man responds. Y levantándose se fue a casa. And rising he went home. Lo que nosotros vemos aquí What we see here es la Salmo 103 en acción. Is Psalms 103 in action. Nosotros estamos viendo a Jesús perdonando los pecados y sanando al enfermo. We are seeing Jesus heal the sick and forgive the iniquities of those Nosotros around. aprendemos del paralítico algo. We can learn something from this paralytic man. Nuestra mayor necesidad no es física. Our greatest need is not physical. No es financiera. It's not financial. No es laboral. It's not um, in our savings. No es sentimental. It isn't sentimental. Son necesidades legítimas. They are leg legitimate uh, needs. Pero tu mayor necesidad es el perdón de tus pecados. But your greatest need is the need for your sins to be forgiven. El hijo del hombre tiene autoridad para perdonar todos tus pecados. The son of man has the authority to forgive all of your sins. Así que confiesa tus pecados. So confess your sins. No importa cuán oscuro haya sido tu pasado. It doesn't matter how dark your past has cuán been. Cuán sucio hayan sido tus pecados. How dirty your sins have been. En Cristo hay perdón de los pecados. In Christ there is forgiveness. Forgiveness for your sins. ¿Quién más está en la historia? What, who else is in this story? El protagonista de la historia. The protagonist of the story. Jesucristo. Jesus Christ. El hijo del hombre. The son of man. Leamos de nuevo el texto completo. We're going to read the text. Hay, hay mucho que, que dice el texto de Jesús. There is much that this text declares about Jesus. Versículo 1 al 8. Verses 1 through 8. 
And getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic, lying on a bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Rise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, Rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And he rose and went home. When the crowd saw, they were afraid. And they glorified God who had given such authority to men. El texto dice mucho acerca de Jesús. The text tells us many things about Jesus. Pero sobre, dice mucho acerca de Jesús como Dios. It talks about how Jesus is God. Hay tres componentes que quiero resaltar de que Jesús es Dios. But there are three components that I want to speak to you today about how Jesus is God. Él es el Hijo del Hombre. He is the Son of Man. Recuerde que el Hijo del Hombre era una referencia de Daniel 7. This is a reference to Daniel chapter 7. El Hijo del Hombre es Dios. The Son of Man is God. Que sabe todas las cosas. That knows all things. Le llamamos eso omnisciente. We call this omniscient. Él sabe todas las cosas. He knows all things. Él conoce el corazón del hombre. He knows the hearts of man. Mira el contraste. Él conocía la fe de los que llevaron al paralítico. Look at the contrast. He knew the faith of the men that were, of that were bringing the paralytic. Y conocía los pensamientos de los fariseos y los escribas. And he even knew the thoughts of the men, of the scribes and Él Pharisees. Él conoce nuestros corazones. He knows our hearts. Él conoce lo que usted está pensando ahora. He knows what you're thinking today. Él conoce tus motivaciones. He knows your motivations. Él, Él conoce lo que, la, las decisiones que vas a tomar. He knows the decisions you're going to make. No podemos escondernos del conocimiento de Dios. We cannot hide from the knowledge of God. No podemos engañar a Dios. We can't trick God. Pero sí podemos correr donde Él. But we can run to Him. Con brazos abiertos. With open arms. Transparentes. Transparent. Sabiendo que Él nos conoce. Knowing that He knows us. Y nos perdona. And that He will forgive us. El Hijo us. del Hombre es Dios también que perdona el pecado. The Son of Man is also God who is able to forgive sins. Solo Dios tiene la facultad de perdonar pecados. Only God has the faculty to be able to forgive sins. Por primera vez los escribas y los fariseos estaban en lo correcto. For the first time the scribes and the Pharisees were correct. El mayor problema de la humanidad ha sido resuelto en una persona. The greatest need of man has been resolved in the person of Jesus Christ. Porque él es Dios quien perdona pecados. Because he is God who is able to forgive sins. Los escribas lo acusaron de blasfemia. The scribes accused him of blasphemy. Porque ellos sabían que solo Dios perdonaba pecado. Because they knew that only God could forgive sins. Jesús sabía que solo Dios perdonaba pecado. Jesus knew that God could forgive ellos sins. Ellos conocían Levítico 24. He knew Leviticus chapter 24. Pero porque Jesús sabía que solo Dios perdonaba pecados. But because Jesus knew that only God was able to forgive sins. Y porque él era Dios, él le dijo, tu pe tu, tu pecados te son perdonados. And because he was God, he said, your sins have been forgiven. Que tan que también vemos aquí de Dios. Look at what we see about God. Que el hijo del hombre es Dios que sana al enfermo. That the son of man is also the one who is able to heal us. Lo hemos venido viendo el milagro de la sanidad. We have been seeing his miracles over sickness. Y no solamente sanar, es crear órganos para que funcionen. Not only is it in healing but he's also creating new organs and limbs for these men to walk and to be healed. When he healed the man of leprosy he had to reconstruct the body completely. When he heals the blind men he has to give them new eyes in order to be able to see. Y eso solamente lo puede hacer Dios. And that is something that only God Ahora, is able to do. Lea conmigo el versículo cinco. Look at verse 5. 
utiliza aquí una técnica de lógica rabínica. Um, here Jesus uses a technical uh, language that the rabbis would use. Llamado Calvechomer. Yeah, it was called Calvechomer. Que significa de, fácil, de difícil a fácil. It means from hard to easy. Versículo 5. Verse 5. Porque qué es más fácil decir. For which is easier to say? Tus pecados te son perdonados o decir levántate y anda. Your sins are forgiven or to say rise and walk. Pues para que sepáis que el hijo del hombre tiene autoridad en la tierra para perdonar pecados. But that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Entonces le dijo al paralítico. He said to the paralytic. Levántate, toma tu camilla y vete a tu casa. Rise, pick up your bed and go home. ¿Qué es más fácil? What is much easier? Es más fácil decirle a una persona tus pecados te son perdonados. It's easier to tell this man your sins are forgiven. Porque el perdón de Dios es algo interno, no because, lo podemos validar externamente. Because the forgiveness of sins is inter internal, it's not able to be seen on the outside. Lo que hace que decirlo sea algo fácil. It's um, something that is much easier to do. Pero levantar un paralítico But to raise the paralytic es algo más difícil aún. is actually a little bit more difficult. Porque si Jesús, si, si el paralítico no se levanta, because if the paralytic man doesn't rise, él queda como un falso y mentiroso. Jesus uh, stays as a liar. Pero ambas declaraciones tienen algo en común. But both declarations have something in common. Tus pecados te son perdonados. Your sins have been forgiven. Y levántate, toma tu, tu lecho y anda. And rise, take up your bed. Ambas declaraciones tienen algo en común. They have, both statements have something in common. Solo Dios puede perdonar pecados. Only God can forgive your sins. Y solo el Creador puede sanar el cuerpo físico de una and persona. only the Creator can can heal the man who is broken. Entonces, si Jesús puede sanar a un hombre con su palabra, so if Jesus is able to heal someone with the words of his mouth, está demostrando que él es Dios. he is demonstrating that he is God. Y si Jesús es Dios, and if Jesus is God, entonces él también puede declarar perdón por los pecados. he can also declare forgiveness of sins. ¿Y por qué Jesús lo hace? And why does Jesus do this? Lee el versículo 6. Look at verse 6. Para que sepáis que el Hijo del Hombre tiene autoridad en la tierra para perdonar pecados. So that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. El Hijo del Hombre. The Son of Man. Este es el título mesiánico más usado por Jesús. This is the messianic title that Jesus most commonly uses. Aparece 81 veces en el Nuevo Testamento. It appears 81 times in the New Testament. Es una alusión al Mesías. It's an allusion to the Messiah. Aquel que iba a reinar por siempre. To the one who is going to reign forever. Que iba a tener todo dominio, autoridad y poder. The one who is going to have all authority, power and dominion. Y Jesús le está diciendo en la cara, yo soy el hijo del hombre. And Jesus is telling them to their faces that he is the son of man. Yo soy el Mesías. I am the Messiah. Dios encarnado. I am God incarnate. Es el Salmo 103 hecho en acción. It is Psalms 103 in action. Es Isaías 35 puesto a la vista de ellos. It is Isaiah 35 in their faces. El cojo saltará. The lamb shall um, rejoice. Y él lo tiene frente de ellos. And he has them in front of him. Hermanos, Brothers and sisters, no le impresiona la obra de Dios. Does it impression us the work of Christ? Aquí llegó un hombre en miseria. This was a person in great need. En miseria física y espiritual. He was in misery of physically and spiritually. Y por la puerta de esa casa salió un hombre vivo y gozándose. And out of that door came a man now who was joyful and healed. Pero con cuál de los personajes de esta historia tú te identificas? But with which one of these characters do you identify with? ¿Eres tú de los que siempre está dispuesto a abrir su casa? Are you the person who is always available to open their homes? Para que vengan personas a escuchar de Jesús. So that people can come and hear about Jesus. Los vecinos de tu barrio saben que tú 
eres creyente porque abres tu casa hospitalariamente. The people around your neighborhood know that you're a believer because you are hospitable in opening your home. Te identificas con lo que llevaron al paralítico. Are you, can, are you able to identify with the men who carried the paralytic? Siempre está dispuesto a servirle al necesitado. Are you always available to serve those in need? Un corazón sacrificial. Do you have a sacrificial heart? Dar una milla extra por el que lo necesita. Able to go the extra mile for those in need. O quizás te identifica con los escribas. Or maybe you're able to identify with the scribes. Sentados. Sitting down. Juzgando. Judging. Criticando. Criticizing. Poniendo a juicio la obra de Dios. Always calling into question the work of God. O quizás tú estás aquí y eres como el paralítico. Or maybe you're like the paralytic man. Que quizás alguien te invitó. Maybe someone invited you. Que alguien te trajo porque vio tu necesidad espiritual. Maybe they brought you because they saw your spiritual need. Y tú necesitas un encuentro con Jesús. And you need an encounter with Jesus. ¿Con cuál de la historia, con cuál del personaje te identificas? Who do you identify with in this story? A la luz de este texto quiero dejar tres aplicaciones. In the light of this text, I want to leave you with three applications. Tres aplicaciones que lo quiero dar en forma imperativa. Uh, three, um, three applications that I want to leave in, in imperatives. La primera es ten compasión por el necesitado. The first is have compassion for the needy. Nosotros somos los representantes de Cristo en la tierra. We are Christ's ambassadors here on this earth. Y la razón por la que usted y yo estamos aquí en esta mañana. And the reason for you and I being here this morning. Es porque Jesús tuvo compasión de nosotros. Is because Christ has had compassion on us. Y ahora nos llama a tener compasión por el necesitado. And he now calls us to have compassion on those around. ¿Cómo yo puedo tener compasión por el necesitado? How can I have compassion for those in need? Empiece abriendo su casa. Begin to open your home. Sea hospitalario. Be hospitable. Quizás usted no sabe compartir el evangelio o no es tan valiente. Maybe you're not brave or you don't know how to share the gospel. Pero invita a un hermano de la iglesia que sí lo haga. Invite someone in the church who is able to do it. Segundo, abra Second, su boca. Secondly, open your mouth. Comparte el evangelio. Um, preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Todo tiempo, en toda oportunidad. In every opportunity, at every time. Cada vez que compartimos el evangelio a alguien que lo necesita. Every time we share the gospel with someone who needs it. Le estamos mostrando compasión. We are demonstrating compassion. Finalmente, abra sus manos. Finally, open your hands. Si usted ve la necesidad, ayude. If you see a, a need, help. Despréndase de lo material y ayude. Be willing to um, give of what you have and help. Segunda aplicación. Second application. Adoremos a Jesús por quien Él es. Worship Jesus for who He is. Él es el Hijo del Hombre con autoridad para perdonar pecados. He is the Son of Man who has authority to forgive our sins. Jesús es Dios. Jesus is God. No aceptemos ninguna corriente religiosa que trate de sino lo contrario. Let us not accept any false religion or false idea that presents a contrary idea. Ningún líder religioso hizo la declaración que Jesús hizo. No other religious leader has made the declaration that Jesus has given. Ningún profeta hizo esta declaración de No other prophet has made this declaration. Porque Jesús era más que un líder religioso. Because Jesus was more than just a religious leader. Más que un profeta. He was more than just a prophet. Jesús era Dios encarnado. Jesus was God incarnate. Así que adoremos a Jesús por quien él es. So let us worship Jesus for who he is. Y finalmente glorifica a Jesús por lo que él ha hecho. And finally glorify Jesus for what he has done. Jesús te ha perdonado todos tus pecados. Jesus has forgiven all of your sins. Pasados, presentes y futuros. Past, present, future. Él te ha perdonado todos tus pecados. He has forgiven all of your sins. Yo quiero que tú imagines el peor pecado que tú has cometido. Think about the worst sin that you have ever 
um, committed. Quizás tú te arrepientes. It's, a, it's very possible you've already confessed that. Y probablemente sientes culpabilidad. But perhaps you still feel the guilt of that sin. Jesús removió ese pecado. Christ has removed that sin. Jesús perdonó todos sus pecados. He has forgiven all of your sins. Es la mejor noticia que tú vas a escuchar. It's the greatest news you'll ever hear. El único obstáculo que existía entre tú y Dios. The only obstacle that was between you and God. El mayor problema que existía entre tú y Dios. The biggest problem that was between you and God. Ha sido removido por causa de Cristo. Has been removed because of Jesus Christ. Y eso es digno de que glorifiquemos a Jesús. And that is worthy of being dignified and glorified no in Jesus. Que la culpabilidad te consuma. Don't let for your guilt to consume you. Lo que Cristo te perdonó es cosa del pasado. What Christ has forgiven you of is of the past. Y ahora él te invita a vivir en la libertad que él te da. And now he calls you to walk in the freedom that is in Christ Jesus. Y finalmente si tú no eres creyente. And lastly, if you're a believer, y si tú no eres creyente, if you are not a believer, si tú estás visitando, if you're visiting, quizás tú estás en la multitud. It's very possible you're in the multitude. Quizás tú no eres un seguidor de Jesús. It's very possible you're not a follower of Christ. O quizás tú vienes regularmente pero no tienes una relación con Jesús. Or it's very possible you do come religiously but you do not have a relationship with Jesus quizás Christ. Quizás tus padres te traen. Maybe your parents bring you. Vienes porque un amigo te trae. Maybe you come because a friend has brought you. Quizás estás como el paralítico. Maybe you're like the paralytic man. Alguien te trajo. Someone has brought you. Casi te cargó para que viniera. They basically dragged you so that you would come. Déjame decirte, Jesús te ha traído para que escuches las buenas nuevas. Let me tell you that Jesus has brought you so that you could hear the good news of the gospel. Tu pecado ha sido perdonado. Your sins have been forgiven. Y él te llama a arrepentirte. And he calls you to repent of Confiesa your sins. a Cristo como tu Señor. Confess Jesus as Lord of your life. Como el único capaz de perdonarte. As the only one who is able to forgive your sins. Y ahora ríndete a su señorío. And submit to his authority. Así que hermanos. So brothers and sisters. Tengamos compasión. Let us have compassion. Segundo, adoremos a Dios por quien Él es, a Jesús por quien Él es. Secondly, let us worship Jesus for who He is. Y glorifiquemos su nombre por lo que Él ha hecho en nuestras vidas. And let us glorify His name for what He has done. Que todas las semanas recordemos esta verdad. Let us remember this every week. En el nombre de Jesús. In the name of Jesus. Vamos a orar. Padre. Let us pray. Father. Gracias por el recordatorio. Thank you for this reminder. Que Jesús es Dios. That Jesus is God. Que un día tuvo compasión de nosotros. That one day he had compassion of us. Nos perdonó de nuestros pecados. He forgave us of our sins. Y ahora nos invita a tener compasión por otros. And now he calls us to have compassion on others. Te pedimos Jesús. We ask you Jesus. Que por medio de tu Espíritu Santo. That through your Holy Spirit. Tú muevas nuestro corazón a la obediencia. You would move our hearts to obedience. Obedecer. Help us to obey. Llévanos a la obediencia. Lead us in obedience. A la sensibilidad del necesitado. To be, um, to understand the need of those around. Y ayúdanos, Señor, a proclamar tu evangelio. And help us to proclaim the good news. Gracias, Señor, por quien tú eres. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Y lo que has hecho por nosotros. And for what you have done for us. En el nombre de Jesús. In the name of Jesus. Pongámonos de pie y respondamos en adoración. Church, let us stand and respond. Esta gran verdad que hemos escuchado. This great truth that we have heard.